Section 1 of A Journey Round My Room by Xavier de Maistre Translated by Henry Atwell This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 1 A Book of Discoveries What more glorious than to open for oneself a new career, to appear suddenly before the learned world with a book of discoveries in one's hand, like an unlooked-for comet blazing in the Imperium, no longer will I keep my book in obscurity. Behold it, gentlemen, read it. I have undertaken and performed a forty-two days' journey round my room. The interesting observations I have made, and the constant pleasure I have experienced all along the road, made me wish to publish my travels. The certainty of being useful decided the matter. And when I think of the number of unhappy ones to whom I offer a never-failing resource for weary moments, and a balm for the ills they suffer, my heart is filled with inexpressible satisfaction. The pleasure to be found in travelling round one's room is sheltered from the restless jealousy of men, and is independent of fortune. Surely there is no being so miserable as to be without a retreat which he can withdraw and hide himself from the world. Such a hiding place will contain all the preparation our journey requires. Every man of sense will, I am sure, adopt my system, whatever may be his peculiar character or temperament. Be he miserly or prodigal, rich or poor, young or old, born beneath the torrid zone or near the poles, he may travel with me. Among the immense family of men who throng the earth, there is not one, no, not one, I mean of those who inhabit rooms, who, after reading this book, can refuse its approbation of the new mode of travelling I introduce into the world. Chapter 2 Eulogy of the Journey I might fairly begin the eulogium of my journey by saying it has cost me nothing. This point merits attention. It will gain for it the praise and welcome of people of moderate means, and not of these only. There is another class with whom its success will, on this account, be even more certain. And who are they, you ask? Why, the rich, to be sure. And then again... What a comfort the new mode of travelling will be to the sick. They need not fear bleak winds or change of weather. And what a thing, too, it will be for cowards. They will be safe from pitfalls or quagmires. Thousands who hitherto did not dare, others who were not able, and others to whom it never occurred to think of such a thing as going on a journey, will make up their minds to follow my example. Surely the idlest person will not hesitate to set out with me on a pleasure jaunt which will cost him neither trouble nor money. Come then, let us start. Follow me, all ye whom the pangs of despised love or the slights of friends keep within doors. Follow me far from the meannesses and unkindnesses of men. Be ye unhappy, sick or weary, follow me. Ye idle ones, arouse ye, one and all. And ye who brood over gloomy projects of reform and retreat, on account of some infidelity, amiable anchorites of an evening's duration, who renounce the world for your boudoir, come and be led by me to banish these dark thoughts. You lose a moment's pleasure without gaining a moment's wisdom. Deign to accompany me on my journey. We will jog cheerfully and by easy stages along the road of travellers who have seen both Rome and Paris. No obstacle shall hinder our way, and giving ourselves up gaily to imagination, we will follow her whithersoever it be her good pleasure to lead us.
Chapter 3. Laws and Customs How many inquisitive people there are in the world! I am sure the reader wants to know why the journey round my room has lasted 42 days, rather than 43, or any other number. But how am I to tell him what I do not know myself? All I can say is, that if the work is too long for him, it is not my fault that it was not shorter. I dismiss all the pride a traveller may fairly indulge in, and candidly declare I should have been well contented, for my part, with a single chapter. It is quite true that I made myself as comfortable as possible in my room, but still, alas, I was not my own master in the matter of leaving it. Nay, I even think that had it not been for the intervention of certain powerful persons who interested themselves in me, and towards whom I entertain a lively sense of gratitude, I should have had ample time for producing a folio volume, so prejudiced in my favour were the guardians who made me travel round my room. And yet, intelligent reader, see how wrong these men were, and understand clearly, if you can, the arguments I am about to put before you. Can there be anything more natural or more just than to draw your sword upon a man who happens to tread on your toe, who lets slip a bitter word during a moment's vexation caused by your own thoughtlessness, or who has had the misfortune to gain favour in the sight of your lady-love? Under such or like circumstances, you betake yourself to a meadow, and there, like Nicole and the bourgeois gentilhomme, you try to give the fourth cut while your adversary parries tears, and, that vengeance may be fully satisfied, you present your naked breast to him, thus running the risk of being killed by your enemy, in order to be avenged. It is evident that such a custom is most reasonable, and yet we sometimes meet with people who disapprove of so praiseworthy a course. But what is about of a piece with the rest of the business is, that the very persons who condemn the course we have described, and who would have regarded it as a grave error, would judge still more harshly any one who refused to commit it. More than one unlucky white has, by endeavouring to conform to their opinion, lost his reputation and his livelihood, so that, when people are so unfortunate as to have an affair of honour to settle, it would not be a bad plan to cast lots to see whether it shall be arranged according to law or according to fashion. And as law and fashion are at variance, the judges might decide upon their sentence by aid of dice. And probably it is to some such decision as this that we should have to refer, in order to explain how it came about that my journey lasted just two and forty days. End of section one.